these first four verses here. David said, Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresseth me. My enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O thou most high. And then, what time I am afraid, bless you, I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. And tonight, just, just simply on this, on this uh, topic as we head into 24, will it be a year of faith or fear? What's it going to be? I know that faith over fear and faith is greater than fear became a, a huge topic in 2020. COVID coming in and so many things were going on but really every day that you wake up you're going to make a decision will I live today by faith or will I live today in fear let's pray together one more time Lord thank you for being our hope and our strength and helping us in all things and Lord tonight let faith arise in your people Lord as your disciples said increase our faith Lord we, we want to have faith in you and and be free of fear. So let us hear what the word would say to us tonight. Let us receive it, Lord, into good ground. We want this year to be better. And we definitely want to live by faith and not in fear. In Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. faith I want less fear I want to be free from fear David um, writing this uh, these in these first four verses here in, in the first verse he, he he lets us know that it's a daily battle he said for he fight fighting me daily oppresses me uh, the enemy whether it be spiritual or your flesh never takes a day off from being who they are your flesh will always be your flesh your your thorn will always be your thorn the enemy will always be your enemy the lord the, the roaring lion does not become a purring kitten it's not <laughs> it's you're going to always have an enemy of your soul and he will be that every day and for any opportunity that he may have or any opportunity that our flesh may have to, uh, to revert back to that fear, it will do that. It will be a daily fight. Paul even said, there is a war in my members. As there's things going on. He said, and I have to fight. The carnal mind we know is enmity with God. And, and that there's a, always a fight with us. Uh, in this body, in this flesh, daily. And today, the, the battle that we are going to, to come to every day, we're going to toe that line every day. We're going to fight this battle within us for our faith, or will we fear? He said, they're fighting me. They want to swallow me up. He said, uh, they would daily swallow me up. There are many things uh, that are going against me. And he said, and then 
what time I am afraid. He makes that statement. Is it going to be fear or is it going to be faith? In what time I am afraid, I will trust in you. There is nothing wrong with being afraid, but there is everything can go wrong when you stay afraid. He said, I've got to have something that can push me past my fear. Uh, they, hey, it don't matter how confident in everything you think you are, there are things that will startle you, scare you, make you afraid. I mean, you're asleep in the dead of the night and you hear some kind of a crash outside your house or a big boom go off. You're going to wake up afraid until you check it out and see what's going on. You know, it's, uh, um, that's just human nature. And David knows that uh, I know my frailty. I know how frail I am. I know that my frame is dust. And I know that uh, my flesh wants to tremble and that uh, even my feet want to turn and run. But what time I am afraid, I will trust in you. Oh, and that's, the, and that's just, we think, man, that sounds so simple. But really, uh, it is. Because we make our boast in the Lord. How we trust him. We believe him. He's washed me. He's saved me. He's filled me. He's delivered me. He's opened prison doors. He's broken chains. He's, he's done all these things. We, we just make our boast in the Lord for all the things that he does. And, and so when fear comes on us, it's really not as hard as we make it to be free of that. I'm going to trust God, that it will be all right. It was simply words that Paul brought to the men that were on the ship with him. They were afraid that the ship was going to be lost and that they were going to die in the midst of a storm. But Paul simply stood in the midst of them and said, Be of good cheer, for I believe the Lord that it will be even as he told me. It's just that simple. He, he calmed their fears by saying, hey, believe God that it will be all right. We're going to be in a storm. The ship's going to go down, but nobody's going to lose their life. And they had been fasting and not eating, but they took a little food and they all got a little better. And they just got themselves ready now for what they had to face. And then going into this year, you can believe that uh, if you think your flesh is going to lie down and just say, that's right, you go on and serve God with gladness. It ain't. <laughs> it's going to rise up to make you tired and weary and stressed and anxious and want you to stay home and quit and give up and surrender. And in what times you get afraid, you're going to have to say, I trust the Lord. God's going to free me from my fear. I'm, I'm going to make a decision that I'm going to have faith. Instead of letting fear abide in me. It's a decision that we make. We, I know that there are so many deep things uh, of God and, and spiritual things that, that are of God. But there are some things in, in this walk and in this life that are not really hard to be understand. Are there some things? Sure there are. The scriptures tell us there are some things hard to be understood. And that some people wrestle with those things and it destroys them because they can't grasp it. But there are some things that I don't have to wrestle with. God is bigger. <laughs> hey, when my kids were little, they used to watch a little show. The VeggieTales said, God is bigger than the boogeyman. <laughs> 
Whatever your boogeyman is, whatever it is trying to scare you, trying to frighten you, trying to terrify you, making you wake up at night uh, screaming and, and unsure of yourself, God is bigger than any problem, than any situation. God is bigger than anything you're going to face. And when I can get that and grasp that and, and just go ahead and say, nothing changes that knowledge. I know God is bigger. I know God don't lie. I know God don't leave me. I know God never lost a battle. I know greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I understand some things that, that help me get through these, these little uh, roadblocks of fear that the enemy or my flesh tries to put up. We think of fear as horror, but it's not always horror. Fear is just fear of failure, fear of embarrassment. It can be fear of loneliness, fear of you know, all kind of things. It's not just you know horror that we're going somebody's going to break in our house or kidnap us or do things. It's not that always that kind. Of, it's this just this fear of of I can't. It's the fear of what if. It's the fear of I don't know, and and that's the fear that will stop us. And that's the fear that can make us prisoners that stop us in our tracks and keep us from moving forward uh, I don't know what will happen if I tell them about the Lord I don't know what will happen if I ask them to church I don't know what will happen if I tell them now I believe in God and there's a fear that gets a hold of a believer and they can't even witness about the goodness of God but David said there's a decision to be made and he, in verse 4 he said in God I will praise his word in God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. Listen to it though now. Because we, we, a lot of times, like I say, we, we want to point the finger at, at, at something else. But he said, I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. The life that I now live in the flesh, Paul said. There's a life that we live in this flesh and blood, and there are things in this world that make you cringe, that, that make you cry, that make you afraid. But when you know that God is bigger than anything in this world, and when the God that is standing with you will not let you go, He did not create you to be defeated, but He gives us victory. Uh, he, he, he gave us victory through everything on the cross and, and, and through the sacrifice that He made. And when He dwells inside of us, He said, I have given you power over all the power of the enemy. And sometimes that enemy is that roaring lion going about seeking whom He may devour. But sometimes that enemy is simply my flesh. It's the man in the mirror. And fear will hold you prisoner, but faith in God will set you free. Fear can stop you from preaching, but faith will set you on fire. Come on, fear will steal your song. Oh, but faith will give you a, a voice like an angel. Man, you'll, you'll be singing angel songs. Let me tell you, I'm telling you, you'll be singing the song of the redeemed, uh, that, that God is on my side, and, and I will not be afraid of what man, what flesh, what anything, nothing tries to do to me. I want to be free as I go into this year so that I can be what God wants me to be. He did not create me to cower in fear. He did not create me to retreat or back down, but to march forward with the banner raised high with the name of Jesus.
preaching the gospel, praying the prayer of faith, uh, seeing Him move and operate. Friend, I'm telling you, it's possible for every one of us tonight to be set free from fear. We've been set free from sin. We've been washed in the blood. It does it. We've been set free from sin. But we need to be set free from fear. There's a lot of people Well, I'm not afraid of going to hell. I've been washed. I've been filled. But I'm afraid to step out of the boat. I'm afraid to, to open my mouth. I'm afraid to do the things that I know God has called me to do. Because what if I fail? But God wants us to be free. In Luke chapter 4, Jesus read the prophet Isaiah and he was reading of the things that concerned him. And in Luke 4, 17, there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah or Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. All those captive of what? Fear. People in this life, have, they lived in fear. Fear uh, of not of the unknown. Fear of dying. Fear of all kinds of things. We said, I'm here to preach deliverance to the captives. Recovering of the sight to the blind. And to set at liberty them that are bruised. I'm here to free people. This is what I have come to do. He said, this uh, scripture now is fulfilled in your ears. That's what God wants for us. That's what he came to do. But Isaiah also asked the question in another place, uh, Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed. Do we know enough to believe that Jesus can take care of any situation? I'll tell you what we know about Jesus should be enough to set us free from fear. Knowing that he is uh, the almighty God manifest in the flesh. Knowing that he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Knowing that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess to him friend let me tell you knowing that all power in heaven and earth was given unto him tonight what i know about jesus should be enough to set me free from any kind of fear who has believed our report we believe every other report the news report Come on, we believe every other report that comes out, if it's in the newspaper or on social media or on the 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock or 11 o'clock news, whatever it is that you watch, but all it has to do is come out in the media or be on the internet and we automatically assume that's what's going on, this is what's going to happen, it's the end of the world as we know it. But when we see those kind of headlines, we've got to stand up and say, I have believed the report of the Lord. And I know that God is for me. And I know God is with me. And I know that God dwells in me. And I know that God is going to take care of me. And that my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. I know that there's not anything that has been formed or will be formed that can separate me from the love of Christ. What I know about Jesus is enough to set me free from fear. Jesus said the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. Well honey where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. 
There is liberty in the Word of God. There is freedom. There is a key to get you out of any circumstance, out of any prison of fear. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. That's why when the doctor says, well, we think we found something on the scan, and I can say, but by His stripes I am healed. Uh, the Lord healeth me of all my diseases. I, I, I've got uh, an answer that sets my mind free from fear. Hallelujah. I'm thankful tonight that God is a God of liberty and a God that wants to set His people free. And, and you know what Jesus said in John chapter 8 and in verse 30. It says, as he spake these words, many believed on him. And Jesus said to those Jews that believed on him, if you continue in my word. That's, that's what it's going to tell. We can't just believe the word at one point enough just to get saved, just enough to get baptized and then filled the Holy Ghost and then live a life of fear and torment. He said, but if you will continue in my word, you will be my disciples indeed. And this happens when you become a disciple. You will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It will liberate you. It will, it will make a way for you to get out. Oh, I'm glad tonight that I know the word of God. And I'm glad that I didn't just stop at one scripture and say that's going to be enough to get me in and to, to give me a good life. But now just as we pour through the book and we, we go over these scriptures and we read them and we, we study them and, and, and put them to our memory, we have something in our arsenal. That's, that's why he said they're going to come against you and some days they're going to question you and, and bring you before people. Don't worry about what you'll say. Don't be afraid about not having a message ready because the Spirit's going to tell you what to say. And man, I know many times that I have been talking to someone when they're in the middle of a situation and I had no idea. But all of a sudden here comes scripture after scripture after scripture because God says this is what they need. They, don't, they need a little more than a pat on the back and a hot meal. They need to know that the word of God can take care of what's going on in their life. And that's what I want to be able to give somebody. Oh, I'll help them any way I can, but let me give them something that's going to get them out. Many times in prison, people say, send us something to make our life a little more comfortable in prison. I'd rather give them something to get them out. Oh, so you know, people put money in their accounts and they send stuff to them and, and they bake files and cakes like they used to. I don't know if they still do that or not. That's just in the movies, I guess. But, but you know, they, they, they say, I just want to be comfortable in my cell. Well, there's a lot of people in spiritual prisons today. They're walking around in a prison of fear in their mind and, and, and they're smiling, but they're afraid. And, they, and they're shouting, but they're afraid. And they're lifting their hands, but they're really afraid. There's a fear that's got a hold of their heart. There's a fear that's got a hold of their mind. But I'm telling you tonight that the Word of God will deliver you from that fear. Because faith is greater than fear. And where there is faith, fear's got to go. And faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word. That's why we need to be somewhere where they're preaching and, and preaching the word of God. And, and that's why we need to be uh, every day getting this daily bread and studying and getting in there. Because I'm telling you, what you need is in here. I want to walk through this life and I want to walk through this world untethered to the things that hold other people down. I, I want to be free. I want that liberty. I want to continue in the word. In verse 36, Jesus said, If the Son therefore shall make you free, 
you shall be free indeed. And see, many times we think that just means, well, washed in the blood, free from sin. But why are we so afraid? But Jesus would do more than just make you free from sin. He will free you from fear. He would tell his disciples, let not your heart be troubled and neither be afraid. If you believe in God, then believe in me. What did David say? What time I'm afraid, I will trust in him. And that's what Jesus is trying to get his disciples to see. It's more than just a pretty psalm, but it's a way of living. If you believe God, believe in me have faith in me because I'm going to take care of you I'm going to make sure you're all right that's what the Lord wants for his people he wants us to have faith not fear he didn't say we wouldn't be afraid but he does not want an abiding fear in his people so continue in the word and you will know the truth just listen to some some, some know the truth Jesus said I am the truth the Holy Ghost, which is the comforter, is the spirit of truth. And, of course, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. If the Son makes you free, well, the Son is the truth. Listen, I'm telling you, the Lord wants us to be free. When you just begin to read and put together the scriptures, you'll understand that God, just like when he sent Moses, you go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. They were here for a time, but I've heard their cry, and it's time for them to get out of this place. So I'm going to make sure that they are delivered and delivered completely. I'm going to get them out, and, and that's the same way. He doesn't want us to be delivered from sin and addiction, but then live a life of fear. So afraid that we can't even work for the kingdom. So afraid that we can't speak the gift that God has given us. Just so afraid. To move in the spirit. Jesus came so that we could be delivered and serve him without fear. In the, in the book of Luke, chapter 1. Get there right quick. I didn't mark it, but I want to read this because we just got out of that season where we're talking about he was born and why he was born and, and those different kind of things, but... But reading this, it just lets me know this is what God wants us to be free. In Luke chapter 1 and verse 67, uh, Zacharias uh, was filled with the Holy Ghost and he prophesied. This was um, John the Baptist, his father. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers, remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear. God wants us to serve him. The Bible says serve the Lord with gladness. That's what the scripture says. Serve the Lord with gladness. But oh, it's hard to serve the Lord with gladness when you're eat up with fear. 
But, oh, there's a trust in God. And there's a place in God as, as we, we've got to get to that where we know uh, that God is on my side. We, we've got to get this, this, this kind of faith going in our life where we, where, where we know that God's going to make a way. I mean, you would think that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would have been terrified. But they said, we're not even careful to answer you in this. God's either going to deliver us and get us away from this furnace or not but either way we're out of your hand in other words all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose and, and it may not always go the way that I would like it to go but it always goes my way because God's always doing things for me, for my good. So whether I see it or not, it's always go, it, it, it always goes my way. And so when I can just have that kind of confidence in God, the fear of the flame, the fear of what this world wants to do to me, it just goes. Do what you got to, King. But we're not bowing down. And, and that's, as you know, this world can throw at, it, at us what it wants to, but we're not going to cower and we're not going to give in and we're not going to bow down. In 1 John 4 and 18, it says, There is no fear in love. Well, God is love, there's no fear in God. Perfect love casteth out fear. See, so don't get, don't get me wrong here. Listen, because some people get really confused about these scriptures like this. And they're like, oh, uh, I, and I, I don't have perfect love because I got afraid. No, what time I'm afraid, I will trust in him. If it has to cast something out, that means it's something that's abiding there. Something that has set up residence. Something that has become a part of your life. Uh, it, it has to be cast out. And, and so he, he said, and there's a perfect love that casteth out fear. Because fear has torment. This love is going to get rid of it because it doesn't want you tormented. He that fears, that feareth, is not made perfect in love. He didn't say that he, he that is afraid is not made perfect. He said he that feareth. Feareth is an ongoing uh, word. It's like it, 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 it's giving you the impression that this is something that is a daily walk for me. I am constantly in fear, afraid, always fearful, always worried, fear. But perfect love casteth out fear. We can let ourselves be overrun with this and be tormented. Fear has torment, and God does not want to see us tormented. He came to deliver us, to save us. To, he, said, he said, I want to give you peace. Peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives peace, but my peace. He, he wants us to have that peace that passes understanding. He wants us to be full of joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. That's what he wants for us. But we need to understand and listen what he says in, in this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Fear needs to be cast out. I, I, I was reading a book by Brother Arnold, and he said there are three C's in this walk with God. Cleanse, cast out, and crucify. You cleanse sin. You cast out spirits. You crucify flesh. Now the Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit that needs to be cast out. And these signs shall follow them that believe. 
In my name. Come on. God didn't give us the spirit of fear. Then it come from somewhere else. He said they're going to cast out devils in my name. There's something demonic about a spirit of fear. Torments. That's torment. That's why you see that man in the tombs and he's running around. He's tormented. He's afraid. He's cutting himself and he's doing all these things and he wants to be set free. He wants to be delivered. That's why he runs and falls down at the feet of Jesus when Jesus steps into his land. But God has not given us that spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit that needs to be cast out. You can't cleanse or crucify a spirit. You cannot cleanse or crucify a spirit. You cast it out. How? He said perfect love. So who has perfect love? Who's got that? Jesus does. Jesus has got perfect love. Jesus is the truth. Well, then the truth sets us free. Jesus is the Son. The Son makes us free. Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. God is perfect. God is love. Perfect love casteth out fear. Greater is he that's in you. Come on, somebody. There's perfect love dwelling inside of you. Perfect love cast out fear. Well, I think I'll just trust the Lord. I think I'm just going to have to learn. I didn't say it would happen overnight, but honey, it is possible that you can learn to trust God to the point that you're not terrified by everything that comes around the corner. We can't live our, our life always shaking, always shivering, always worried about what's going to happen. We've got to trust God. We've got to commit the keeping of our souls unto Him as unto a faithful Creator. We've got to have faith and not fear. Listen, we're still going to be visited by fear. But when we allow perfect love to operate in us, fear cannot stay. Because if it stays, it torments us. Stress, anxiety, depression, anguish, apprehension, tension, sickness, meanness. Some people get mean when they get afraid. Fear makes them mean. There's only one thing that can deliver us from fear. Psalm 34 and 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. The Lord can deliver you from all of your fears. Not just fear of being left behind. There's a lot of people that say, oh, I'm, I'm so afraid I'm not going to make it. Well, that's, that's scary because you should, you're, if you had enough faith to repent, enough faith to get in the water, you ought to have enough faith that you're going to make it. But there's other fears. He said, all my fears. All those things that I've got to deal with. All the things that come against me. All the enemies that I'll face in this life. He said, it doesn't matter. God can deliver me from all my fear. And then here, here, here comes the key. In Isaiah 26 and 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind. Oh, whose mind is stayed upon thee. Fear comes to us through our thoughts. Fear comes through the same, it has the same access into us that faith has. And it works the same way. You either, when you hear the word of God preached, you either accept it or reject it. So you either have faith or you don't. But the, the word has power to give it. And then you, when you hear a bad report or a negative report or some kind of troubling thing, you have the same opportunity. You can reject it 
or you can accept it. And if you accept it, fear begins to abide with you. You're no longer afraid. You're in fear. And you're, you're living a life of fear. And that fear is going to have to be cast out. But when we hear the word, which is truth, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. When we hear the word, which is the truth, that's freedom. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If the words of spirit and life, that's liberty. Hide the word in your heart. Because if the word's there, then freedom's there. Liberty's there. When you hide the word, you know what David said? I hide the word in your word in my heart so I won't sin against you. And so you can say, well, he, you know, he's got the word, thou shalt not steal in my heart. And, you know, it keeps him from stealing. Maybe. But I think hiding the word in your heart is simply the, the, the whole act of faith in God. Because it also said, thou shalt not commit adultery. But David... But you know what David never did? Lose faith in God. The Bible says whatever is not faith is sin. So David said, I'm going to hide your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Uh, I don't want to sin against you. Uh, I want to make sure I have faith. Because if I fall, I want to have faith enough to repent. Yeah? That's, 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 uh, hey, if you're, if you're repenting and, and you don't believe God can forgive you, that's, that's not faith. That's, that's just sin. Whatever is not faith, the Bible says, is sin. So hide the word in your heart. Uh, have faith in your heart, and that'll keep you from fear. That'll keep you from, from living terrified of everything that's coming around the corner. That'll give you liberty to walk in this life and serve God as you want to. In Philippians uh, chapter 4. In verse 7, he said, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. Your heart and your mind through Jesus Christ, who is the truth, who sets you free. You want to keep your heart free, your mind free? You want to win that battle if your mind is stayed on him. Friend, let me tell you, it's, it's in that mind. And finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatever good report, if there's any virtue, any praise, think on these things. You know, we always say, well, you are what you eat, but you are what you think. Because the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so when you all the time think, I'm afraid, you're, you're going to live in fear. When, when all you can think about is, is torment and fear and, and discouragement, you're going to always live in a constant state of being afraid. But when you're thinking about Him, and when your mind is stayed on Him, and when you're encouraging yourself in the Lord, and when you are just making sure that you are focusing on Jesus Christ, He will keep your heart and your mind. Because as you think in your heart... So are you. And then out of the heart, it says, proceeds evil thoughts. From your mind to your heart to manifestation. That's why it's so important that we keep our minds stayed on him. You would have thought that after they saw uh, the Savior crucified and, and they loved him so much and they were so brokenhearted over his death that when he popped into the room, 
They would have been ecstatic. But they were not. It says they were terrified. And they were frightened. And Jesus looked at them and said, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your heart? Then he said, Behold me and handle me. And then he even said, give me some fish and a honeycomb. And he ate so they'd know. I'm not a spirit. They were afraid. It's a ghost. It's a spirit. Oh, we're afraid. We're terrified over this thing. He said, why are these thoughts entering into your heart? If you knew the word, if you remember what I told you, uh, you would be jumping up and down because he's here just like he said he would be. But when I read this, Jesus said, behold me and handle me. And I realized that the less we handle of the word of God, the more trouble and fear will arise. He said, handle me and understand. If you handle me, you'll see. You'll understand that I'm nothing to be afraid of, that I'm not about fear, but I'm about liberty. The grave couldn't hold me. Death couldn't stop me. They couldn't destroy this temple, and I'll go right. You know, he, he was letting me know, but he said, if you want some understanding, handle me. And if we will spend time handling this word, digging in this word, reading in this word, praying in this word, handling this word of life, we're going to get some understanding. We're going to get some knowledge. We're going to get a revelation that God does not intend me to live fearful, but to live in faith. The just shall live by faith. The life that we live will be in faith. In 2 Corinthians. Oh, don't go away. Stay here. 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. Every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Things try to come against the knowledge that you have of God. I know God can heal me, but yet you're still trying to convince me that this sickness will be the end of me. I know God can deliver me, but you're still trying to convince me that this addiction is going to be my downfall, going to be my lifelong prison. It exalts itself against the knowledge of God. But let me tell you, what you know about God is enough to set you free. Our minds are a battlefield. He said, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Jeff Arnold said, how we handle what we see and hear will determine whether we give birth to fear or faith. That was good, too. That's a very good book. He said, how we handle what we see and hear, it will determine whether we give birth to fear or faith. We've got to be careful what we think. Job 3 and 25, after all these things happened in his life, he said, for the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. The loss that Job suffered had already been in his thoughts. He, was already, he had already had 
played this scenario out in his mind. You know, the scripture said he was very careful to make sure he offered sacrifice for his children in case they had not done things right or they had offended God. And he was very careful to, uh, he was worried about them and their condition. And there were things that he had thought about. And so all these things, he lets us know right here, gives us a little insight to a man who has a lot of possessions. That there's a fear of losing what you got. But his faith in God was greater. But he still had this, uh, this, this, uh, this, what I feared, and it has now come upon me. And that which I was afraid, it's come unto me. So it's not just what we say some, sometimes that it shows our fear, but it's what our minds dwell on. What we think about will become our life. It will manifest itself. And as a man thinks, again, so is he. So however we're thinking, just that we're forming who we're going to be. We're, we're forming our life. So our minds need to be on the Lord. When the armies of Israel were gathered together to battle, and each day Goliath would come out, they were all afraid. David came, and he's heard the same words that everybody else heard. Fear was manifesting in the army, but faith was manifesting in David. David said, uh, don't be afraid, Saul. Don't be afraid, king. I will go and fight for you. I will go and do this, and God will deliver. And he ran out, and he met Goliath. And, uh, and I'm not so sure that, that maybe when he saw him that all of a sudden it didn't rise up over him. That little fear hit him. He became afraid, but what time? I am afraid I will trust in the Lord. He remembered that you can come at me with a spear and with a sword and with a shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. And, friend, when you've got the name of the Lord on your side, you know what the whole deal was, was in that battle? Goliath said, if I win, you become our slaves. You come into captivity. But if we win, we'll serve you. Or if you win, we'll serve you. It was, it was all about becoming captive, taking away somebody's freedom. But David said, you're not taking our freedom because of the God we serve. The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And, and you're not going to lock us up. You're not going to make us your service, your slaves. We're going to win. So again, you can come to the music, darling. It's not a sin to be afraid, but if we let, if we let fear just in that, that, that feeling of being afraid stay there, it will begin to grow and develop into a lifetime of fear. And it's no longer just that, oh, I was afraid. When you say that, that that's describing just an instance. Whoo, the car almost hit me. I was afraid, but now I'm all right, so I'm, you know, I'm good, you know. It's, uh, but, but then it's like people who get like PTSD or something. They, you know, they have a, a traumatic accident and now they can't do things they used to do anymore because there's a fear that it'll happen again. That's some people, I, I know people have been in accidents and now it's hard for them to get in a car because it, it, it scares them. And I get that. It's real. 
you've ever been, you know, uh, I, I know people who've been, you know, attacked by a dog. And now if they see a dog, it don't matter how big or little it is. It can be a little chihuahua, teacup chihuahua, or a great dane. Fear of dogs, fear of animals, fear of that happening to them again. So, But we can't let that afraidness morph into a lifetime of fear. So in what time I'm afraid... I'll trust in you. You can't trust God if you're focused on the problem. You got to focus on Him. You can't focus on Him and the problem. You got to focus on Him. We talk about Peter walking on water. He was walking out to the Lord, and and he was, you know, but he he began to see the waves and the different things, and his faith began. We know that his faith began to fail. He was afraid of what he saw. But he didn't lose his faith in Jesus. For he cried out to him, and it was Jesus that took him by the hand. So we, you can stand with me. We will all have and will all feel and experience fear. But you can't let it dominate you. Faith is the antidote for fear. Whenever you run boldly to that throne of grace to find help, that's faith. That's his word. His word is truth. It's a liberator. Jesus is the word made flesh. Revelation says he is the word of God. And if we know him, the truth, the word of God, it will set us free from fear in every area of our life. In 2 Timothy 1 and 7, Paul wrote this, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It takes something to get it there. But it's not nearly as hard or as long of a process as, as we like to make it. It's simply trusting God. I can remember when I felt God speaking to me and calling me out of darkness. But you have to respond in faith. But I, I can remember, it wasn't like I had to, let me think about this a little while. I knew it was God, and I went to the altar. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything else. There was no instructions given, just I knew, and I got to the altar, and I began to pray and call on the Lord, and, and here I am. Well, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that one reason, one great reason of fear among the saints is a lack of handling this word. Jesus said, if you'll handle me, you'll see. And if we will bury our heads in this book right here in prayer, not just reading through it as fast as we can, but prayer and prayerfully read, read it and, and understand. See, God, show me what you're saying right here. Tell me about this. Help me with this. I'm telling you, you're going to find what you need right here. You're going to find it in prayer through the Spirit of the Lord. And, and you're going to have a liberty to walk and live and serve God like you never had before. You will have faith and not fear.